Welcome back to another edition of Billy West Live. It's uh, certainly my pleasure to welcome back uh, to the podcast, uh, John Belton, the district attorney for the third judicial district here in Louisiana and a candidate for attorney general uh, for the state of Louisiana. John, welcome back to Billy West Live. Thank you, Billy, and thanks for having me. Well, you're welcome. It's always uh, nice to have you on the show. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, and, and John, there's some uh, developments maybe lately in the Ronald Green investigation. want to give you an opportunity to update the public on uh, where this prosecution or investigation stands, both on the state level and the federal level. Well, our goal in the case has never changed. Um, we are diligently pursuing justice for the Green family. Uh, and, and, and making sure that we hold those accountable um, that were responsible. Um, I believe that uh, federal authorities could I have an announcement soon. Um, how soon? I, I, I can't, I don't know, but uh, I'm opti- very, very optimistic about uh, an announcement from them uh, within the uh, very few weeks. Um, and so I'm still in the holding pattern. With respect to state charges, I, as you well know, I did not recuse my office. Um, we're still pursuing uh, justice for the Green family in, in, in state court. Uh, but, but I agreed to um, place, my, um, place myself in a holding pattern until the state, I'm not saying the federal authorities uh, completed their federal investigations so that I would not impede their investigations. And of course, John, this uh, stems from the death of Ronald Green uh, that happened several years ago. And, and there have been some developments. A lot of this, it's very highly publicized. Why, why don't you give our listeners just a very brief synopsis of the history uh, and, and then your decision-making process as you've gone through this and then why you are right now deferring to the federal authorities for the civil rights violations. And again, this involves the state police. So a very sensitive situation. As as it as it has been reported, I when I first saw the video, it was very disturbing. Disturbing to the point that I believed that criminal federal crimes had been committed and Mr. Green's civil rights had been violated. And so the same day I viewed the video, I called the United States Attorney and asked them to get involved, and they did. And since then, as a result of taking action uh, and asking them to become involved in this case, uh, we have a new autopsy report. Initially, the forensic pathologist asked for additional information from Louisiana State Police, of which was not provided, um, but federal authorities provided that additional information to the forensic pathologist. She came back with a different conclusion from the first autopsy report, uh, as everybody knows. In the first autopsy report, she cited a factor for the cause of his death, at least one of them, being the car accident. Um, that has since been removed. That The car accident is no longer a factor um, for his death or as a cause of his death. Um, she added prone restraint. She added um, the tasing and things of that nature um, and also kept in cocaine use. Um, so the autopsy report is actually uh, has, has strengthened to some extent. Um, is, is it still a challenge? Yes, but it's, it's, a, it's better. Uh, in addition to that, since I 
got the federal authorities involved. There is now an ongoing probe into Louisiana State Police and their involvement in this case as well. Um, in addition to those two factors, uh, our benefits, or, um, we also have the federal authorities interviewing more witnesses and, and witnesses that were not in, cited in the report, the initial report from Louisiana State Police. So all those, in my opinion, made the case stronger. Um, and when, uh, upon receiving uh, the final file from or completed file from the federal authorities, I think our case will then be stronger. Well, you've recently released a timeline uh, of events of uh, involvement from your office. And as recently as just two weeks ago, uh, you have met with the uh, assistant United States attorney and investigators with the federal authorities. What, what update can you give the public uh, regarding where this investigation stands and will there be an indictment coming soon? What, 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 is, uh, what is your timeline or prediction? So I, I can't speak to whether or not there will be an indictment. Um, I can't speak uh, as to a specific time frame when, if and when, uh, indictments are going to be issued. Um, no one can guarantee that. No one can guarantee that a grand jury will indict, and no one can guarantee whether or not there'll be a conviction. But I can guarantee and promise, as I promised the family, that I will pursue this matter um, um, to the best of my ability for justice for the Green family and this community. Well, it's been a difficult investigation for both you and anybody involved. Uh, the disturbing videos uh, that have been uh, played on, on the internet. But also when you start investigating Louisiana State Police, you get politicians involved, those kind of things. John, you, you've shown a lot of metal in uh, standing up to those folks and saying you're going to seek justice no matter where the facts lead you. And, and that is true. I thank you for that statement. Uh, again, I have to be careful because even though I pursue, just, I'm going to pursue and, and have been pursuing justice for the Green family in this community, it doesn't mean that we'll have a favorable outcome. And I want to stress that. Um, it takes a grand jury to indict and it takes um, a jury uh, to, to convict. So, but I'm going to do my part and I promise that, but I cannot promise an outcome. Well, of course not. And, you know, we had you on several months ago and you, you, you had the same comment then you had the same comment now, which is, of course, you have to let the facts uh, determine the outcome as to whether or not you take this to a grand jury, either in the state level or the federal level. But I, I guess where I was going with my comment is it seems as if you've been dogged in your determination to get to the facts, to get the facts out to the public, not only for the Green family and the, the, the victim, Mr. Green, and how he died and figure out exactly what happened, but also to be fair to state police and whoever may have reviewed the situation. Now, when, when that video initially, the Clary video, I believe, was not released, that's created a lot of suspicion. But at the same time, there needs to be fairness on all sides. Absolutely. You know, we're all afforded a con the Constitution, constitutional rights, and, and we should all adhere um, and respect those rights, uh, not only for ourselves, but for, for those who are, for the accusers. And um, I've always said, that what Ronald Green did on that night in terms of fleeing from the officers was wrong, but he is still afforded his day in court and he was not. And so that's very disturbing because no one should be tried and executed on the streets. Well, no question about that. And obviously in situations like this, a lot of times it's not what actually happens in a situation like this because they're dynamic 
developing situations that occur instantaneously, but it's the things that happen later. I don't want to use the word cover up, but at the same time, there are things that seem to be done after things like this happen that give an inference of wrongdoing and make things seem worse than they actually were. Uh, do you have any comment about that, about how this has developed? I do not, because there's an ongoing federal investigation into uh, possible cover-up. Uh, I would I would refrain from making any comments about that. And I understand you've been very cautious uh, so far. Sorry to be asking such, uh, I, I think, uh, important uh, in, in questions, but these are very difficult issues that a lot of people, uh, not only in Louisiana, but around the country are interested in, uh, and that is the interaction between law enforcement and the African-American community. Uh, and again, I want to compliment you for how I think you've handled the investigation. Uh, and at the same time, I understand your deference to the federal authorities because they have a lot more resources, and uh, especially with civil rights violations, to get to the bottom of this situation, which is what everybody wants ultimately to happen. Absolutely. And you know, coming from a small jurisdiction, um, we have very limited resources when it comes to this type of investigation. And so by involving the federal authorities, that has been very, very helpful, very beneficial uh, to this whole process. And the federal authorities have been really, really good about uh, sharing information with us and working well with us and communicating with us. Uh, I, have the, I have confidence in um, the federal authorities, especially U.S. Attorney Brandon Brown, who was recently appointed um, back in December of 21. Um, and, and so we constantly talk and he keeps me abreast as to what's going on. Uh, so I'm very, very confident in our relationship working with them. Uh, and I believe at the end of the day, justice will be served. Well, I appreciate you saying that. And as a, a lawyer who deals with the criminal justice system on a uh, just about daily basis, one thing all of us Americans need to focus on is to keep the rule of law uh, in mind and make sure that the public has confidence in not only our prosecutors, but in the criminal justice system itself. Uh, and I believe you've handled this admirably. I'm sure you've gotten criticism from maybe both sides, but there needs to be a good thorough investigation on the state and federal level, uh, and then let the chips fall with they, where, where they may, either with respect to Mr. Green uh, or with state police or people who've handled the investigation to date. Absolutely. Um, there's been some questions and concerns uh, especially by the Louisiana Legislative Black Caucus. And I met with them on Monday and, I, and it was a very good meeting. And I believe I was able to answer a lot of their questions, if not all of them, and also address their concerns. Well, it's great to have you back on, uh, John, to discuss these uh, developments. Again, I know you've just met with some witnesses uh, in the last few weeks. Uh, again, this is in the hands of the United States Attorney for right now. Again, I know you're reserving your rights to bring state uh, uh, charges if necessary later, but as a candidate for attorney general for the state of Louisiana, John, uh, I want to give you an opportunity just to talk quickly about, you know, your candidacy and the campaign and kind of kind of how it's going. It's going well. Um, we suspended our campaign during the uh, during Hurricane Ida. Um, you know, I didn't want to be in, um, insensitive uh, to those who are trying to rebuild their lives. And, and so myself and a number of other DAs got together and also sheriffs. Uh, and we, we uh, put together a, a supply chain, so to speak, uh, to South Louisiana to uh, make sure that we were helping them recover and restore their lives. Uh, and then, of course, at the end of the year, 
we experienced a spike in COVID. And so a number of fundraisers that I had scheduled were canceled due to that. But I'm looking forward to get back on the campaign trail um, soon um, to and then reschedule some of those fundraisers. Uh, and hopefully um, they will all be successful, and I believe they will. And 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 now I'm you know moving around the state, meeting people, et cetera. So I'm I'm very encouraged. I'm excited about the support that I'm gathering across the state, um, whether it's north, south, central. Uh, and I'm excited about the people that I'm meeting. Um, I already knew that we lived in a wonderful state, but to meet the wonderful people that I, I've not met before. Uh, with different cultures, different backgrounds, different opinions. It's just a blessing. Well, as someone who grew up in South Louisiana, but who's been a prosecutor in North Louisiana for a long time, you have contacts throughout the state. And uh, John, obviously, we welcome you back to this podcast. Want to keep getting you on to give us uh, updates and so we can update the public uh, and everybody who's interested in the Ronald Green uh, investigation, uh, no matter where you, you stand on this thing. And at the same time, uh, people that have interest in your campaign. And uh, John Belton, as always, I appreciate you coming back on, giving us an update uh, with the respect to this timeline. Uh, and as things develop over the next few weeks or a month, uh, we'll get you back on to talk about any other developments with the Ronald Green case. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate you joining us on Billy West Live. Thanks for inviting me, Billy. Thank you. John Belton's joined us as our guest on Billy West Live.